Golden Knights having great success so far this year. Um, does that put any pressure on you guys to succeed? Who are the Golden Knights? No, the only pressure is, is that the sniping of people saying you got to do as good as them. It's just good. Uh, Vegas is treating us well, and I think the record doesn't show how hard that we work, and it's tough in that way, but it's good for us in the inner circle to understand what we have going on in Vegas, and if we just continue to trust and believe in each other, the sky's the limit for this team, and I'm just, I'm blessed to be a part of it. Uh, you know, our expectations maybe at the start of the season were a little unrealistic. Man, we're not even worried about the playoffs right now. What we do, what we do is we take it week by week. We just got to, we got to worry about next week. You start looking ahead and you start looking over people, you might not even make it, so. That being said, to me, Urban Meyer is one of the lowest pieces of garbage there is on this earth. You are tuned in to Straight Bet Sports, live on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Wednesday night, man. If you're watching hockey, you're watching one hell of a game. Edmonton down 6-7 to seven against Calgary. 14 minutes left still in this game, man. Are we going to get 10-10 like Juan said before the game started, before we started the show? Interesting stuff right there, man. You already know what it is. I am your host, Jose V. We are coming to you live from downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We greatly appreciate you joining us as you do every single Wednesday night. A little bit past 9 p.m. Thank you so much. For chiming in, hopefully later. We want to get some phone calls, man. 702-608-3259 is the number. We tell you guys every single week. It's just me and Ian tonight. No no special guests, no extra co-hosts, nothing like that. It's just me, Ian. We're going to get Quan to chime in as much as we can tonight. I know he doesn't like to talk that much, but we'll put the mic in front of him. He doesn't hopefully. like to talk? I don't know uh, he, like, that, he likes man. to talk. <laughs> he likes to come in and let you know when he's got to put you in your place and put me in my place from time to time. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just how it is. Sometimes we say things and we're wrong, and sometimes, you know, it's good to have more than just two opinions. Three Absolutely. opinions is always good. But, man, how you doing tonight? You good so far? I'm doing good, man. Got a little yeah. bit of sleep. A little bit of sleep. <laughs> a little bit of sleep. You called me early and I didn't bro. answer you. So. Yeah, but it just trying to return man. a phone call. Uh, but good vibes, man. We're going to do it. Yankees won again. They beat the, yes, they they beat the Orioles. Obviously, you got to beat the Orioles. You know what I mean? But the Yankees, best team in baseball right now. And I'm just going to run through this quick before we get to everything else. The Yankees are the best team in baseball record-wise. And not only that, if you're looking the way that they've been playing, bro, if we're being honest, they're not making mistakes that they made before last season. They're solid all the way around. They're playing good. And then you have the luxury of being able to give Aaron Judge the day off and have a guy come up from AAA and hit a three-run homer on his day off. You know what both, I mean? Both and the, the Yankees New York still teams win, so. are uh, doing really good. The Mets are doing fantastic this year. Definitely. Both the, both the Mets and the Yankees, like you said, both New York teams are doing awesome. Hey, there it is again. Hi, Dad from Jordan. What's up, Papas? I love you. Thank you so much. He's done with school. And he was telling me the other day that he was sad. He's like, Dad, I don't want school to be over. I'm like, Jordan, <laughs> it's just kindergarten. You're still going to go back to school. It's not over. You, you still man. got a lot. You still got a long way to go, my man. You're only five that's years good, old. Though. He still already got has 13 that love of left. learning. So Correct. that's good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Papa, it's okay. You're going back to school. <laughs> the week's almost over. You're going to have some summer vacation. We're going to go on vacation. You're going to be all right. You're going to have fun. But Jordan, I love you, Papas. Have a good night. Don't stay up too late. I want to make sure you're asleep when I get home. 
But Ian, before we get going, yeah. man, and before we get into all the topics that we want to talk about tonight, we're just basically going to go here and there and just talk about everything that's Quick going fire, on in the world of sports, it. right? Basically, rapid fire. We got to let everyone know who our sponsor is and who's been bringing us here live on Gorilla Cross Radio. He is none other than Josh LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate. We are brought to you by Josh LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate, a realtor here to help educate current and future Las Vegas locals on selling and investing in real estate. You're probably asking yourself, educate. Yes, there's a surprising amount of adults that when it comes to real estate, don't know the right questions to ask, don't know where to start, and think they need a lot of cash to buy a house in Nevada, which simply isn't true. So Josh has decided to make it his responsibility to teach his clients what they need to know, and equally important, what they need to ask to help ensure making their home ownership dreams a true reality. So make sure you call or text Joshua LaFon today at 702-813-0533. This has been another paid advertisement from Joshua LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate. Make sure you give him a call, 702-813-0533. That's right, man. My guy Joshua LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate. Me and Joshua go back about eight, nine years, man. I've known, for, known him for a long time. He jumped on with us two years ago and got us going here on Gorilla Cross Radio, man. We greatly appreciate him and his sponsorship. If you guys are looking to hook us up, man, and ride with us, a lot of people have been hitting me up. We have a lot of things in the works, trying to make some things happen. If you're looking to sponsor the show, man, again, hit us up. Anything you could do to help, we greatly appreciate you. Straightbetsports at Outlook.com. If not, just hit me up in the DM on all things social media. You can find me at Jose Volonte. If not, Straight Bet Sports. Very simple, very easy. I got to give one more shout-out, obviously, to the wife, Berenice Volonte, baby. I love you. She's chiming in on Facebook as well. She's watching tonight, so that's cool. There we got my man, C. Win. The boys, Pat Bev, got rightfully clowned by Matt Barnes. He sure did. And we're going to talk about that here tonight, man. There's a lot to talk about with the NBA. And, of course, my primo, Eddie, as always, he says, I'm calling it now. Dodgers versus Yankees in the World Series. I'm okay with that. I'm from L.A. I'm a Yankee fan. I support the Dodgers, obviously, because I grew up in L.A., but they're not my team. But that'd be something awesome to see, especially East Coast, West Coast, and then the traditions that both teams obviously have, right, when it comes to baseball. It'd be amazing to see. But, Ian... What do you want to talk about first tonight, bro? What, what do you well, What do you want to get off your chest? Well, let's just uh, keep it with uh, Major League Baseball, okay. real quick. Go for it. So, just because your Phillies, no, you're talking no, about no, your Phillies actually, I was going to talk about the Reds, man. Okay, okay, okay. What about them? So they went into the ninth inning with a no hitter and somehow lost with Hunter Green. <laughs> few, few, yeah, <laughs> like few, few games back, yeah. Man, dude, like happens, how how bad do you have to be as an organization and as a team to like let that happen, bro? Like I I don't know. If there's a worse team in baseball right now, I don't think there is. You want to talk about baseball? Let's talk about I was baseball. on a space this morning. Uh-huh. Big shout out to my guy, Plug. He's out there on the East Coast. He does Plug Spaces every single morning, man. We normally have anywhere from three to two, 300 people. It's been jumping. It's been getting big. A lot of good knowledge if you're a gambler or someone that's just trying to bet on the day and you're trying to see what people are giving. Everyone gives their opinions. It's good stuff. Everyone today was on the Houston Astros. Everybody, and I'm not saying this to, to, to point a finger at anyone or, or to say I told you so. No, I'm just I'm, I'm giving you why I took this pick today. All of the money, and you know me when we yeah. talk about money, college basketball, the way I look at things, I, I took that philosophy and I ran with it today. Right when it came to to the to MLB baseball, I haven't done it that much this season. I've been looking at some of the money moves and, and seeing who's doing what. But I was looking at this game particularly because of what the Houston Astros did the night before. They basically murdered, I think they put up 12 runs on the Red Sox yeah. in Boston, right? Fast forward to this morning, you have a guy in Nick Pavetta coming in at 1-4, right? 1-0 in his last two starts, pitched great at home in his previous start, got 8Ks, and then went on the road, won in that game, right? Yeah. All the money's on Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston's got a guy coming in at 3-1, and one, 
possibly their second best pitcher behind Verlander. But yet, all of the money's coming in. The line opens at minus 135. All of the money overnight through the morning, it only jumps up six points, goes up to minus 141. I said, look, call me crazy. If we're looking at the statistics, which I normally don't look at first, I look at the money. Then the statistics going based off of the money and the percentages on how things are moving. Why isn't Houston a bigger favorite here? It makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. And I even said it in the space, not trying to talk anyone off of any bet. A lot of you already like the Houston Astros. I get that. It seems very easy, but it seems way too easy. I said, give me the Red Sox all day, plus 120. Pavetta goes complete game, eight strikeouts, only allows two hits and one run. Let's I talk, mean, let's, bro, it, it, sometimes that money stuff works. You yeah. can't always look well, at the stats. I, I want to talk about that real quick because you know how I am. I'm very analytical when it comes to making my picks and looking at teams, who if they're going to win, what their projections are, right? And I know you're very onto, like, the money yep. aspect of it. So are you trying to say, like, you feel like there's a certain – fix element to it or no, no. Uh, so, so here's uh, the do thing. you ride like basically you see where the heavy hitters are going so and that's what that's the reason you follow the money this is where you know that the sports books know what they're doing and what i mean by that if the astros win tonight the sports books get absolutely annihilated based mm-hmm. off of the percentage of the money the tickets the run line the money line that was bet on the houston astros gotcha. since last night when the line opened up through today to the morning, through the going leading up to the game, right? 3 p.m. start. I think it was what six six o'clock on the West Coast. I don't think that there's a fix in, but this just shows you that these guys do their homework. Yeah. They okay. do their homework, and for them not to be moving the line, they know we move this line higher. There's no way people are gonna take the Astros. We keep it at a nice little eh, baitable spot. Gotcha. Minus 141. That's okay. not too high juice. I can, I can put that up. You know, 141 to win 100, or or some people don't bet that much. 33 to win whatever it is. You're trying to win some money here. I totally get that, right? It seems very easy after what they did the previous night, putting up all the runs that they did on them. So again, to me, this wasn't a statistical play. This was just based off of money. Out of all the games that gotcha. were on the board. I put the stats together with the starting pitchers, what they've done in the previous games in their series, and then where the money was at. This game stuck out to me like a sore thumb, and I had to go with it. Not okay. always going to be right. I went 2-1 and one yesterday with WNBA picks. I had a collab with my guy, Nate. Um, so, you know what I mean? It's so, just, so you go based off the money when you feel like there's a fishy line, right? Correct. Okay. Exactly. All and right. here's the thing. I'm not going to look at every line and base it off of money because if I did that, I'm not. I'm never going to make yeah, any money. I'm exactly. going to lose every single game. But when a game like this sticks out to me, when it's like, wait a minute, this makes no sense. All the other games I can see, okay, the money's here. You know, uh, they played this. They got this lineup. This guy hits good against lefties, whatever it may be. But just this one stuck out to me more than anything, bro. And I jumped on the space. They were talking about the game right when I jumped on. I'm like, perfect. Let me get my thoughts. It came through. May not come through every time. But, man, that was a big one. If you roll with me, appreciate you. My guy Chris Wynn jumping in on Facebook once again. He says, as a Tigers fan, seeing Jose sporting all the pinstripe gear is brutal, bro. <laughs> hey, my guy, you already know, man. I got I got to support. How, how about this? Next week, I'll, I'll wear the old English D hat just for you. You know I got it. You, you've seen it. I've worn it before. You know I'm a big hat guy. But 
The Dodgers went on a little spill here. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah. that real quick okay. before we get away from baseball. They went right. on a little down spill against your Phillies. Yeah, they should they should have been. But swept, Bryce got but hurt. Man. Bryce got hurt there, right? I think I'm, I'm, he's so, also so out Bryce, for a bit. Bryce is still can't because, throw for the next six weeks. Yeah, so because the new DH rules in the National League, like he's still batting and he's batting extremely well. He's just not throwing. He's not going to be throwing for the next six weeks. I'm okay with that because we do have some depth in the uh outfield but the big issue is that our bullpen is absolutely garbage like our start like our starting pitching has been actually really good lately but our bullpen has been just tearing apart any lead that we've had in any series so i i really wish that we would address it um and get better in closing out games because that Dodgers uh, series should have been a sweep, uh, but we we let it go in the eighth inning. Uh, seventh and eighth inning is where uh, we let it go. Nola had actually a really good game, which has lately been rare, um, but Harper's been hitting really well, and because he's a DH, that actually works well with the recent acquisitions that we've done with Schwarber. Schwarber's been hitting well. Um, well, He's been slugging well. Like, he's been hitting his home runs, but he actually, I think he's batting below 200 right now. So Yeah, with Schwarber, it's been an up-and-down season. The guy's giving you home runs when needed, giving you the RBIs. He's tied right now with uh, Harper, I believe. They have both nine home runs, if I'm correct on that. So, But it's it's tough, bro. It's tough when you got a guy like Kyle Schwarber that you brought in with the money that you paid him to to, to not be producing average-wise, right? Obviously, he's giving you the other numbers that you want as well, but you want to get the average up there. Want to give some more people credit here on on Facebook. We got Goose Thomas, Straight Bet Sports. Talk to me nice. We do every Wednesday night, my man. Appreciate you. He says, Jose and EMB for the win. Chris chimes in again. He says, Vegas kid Bryson Stott has had a couple quality hidden moments for Ian's boys. Going to be a solid MLB player. I agree 100%, man. If you watch this kid play, He's, he looks like a, he looks like a vet already. He, he looks comfortable. He knows how to play the game, and he respects the game. I think what I'm most impressed with Stott is is his uh, fielding capabilities. He's been a stud out there. Uh, the problem, though, is he has his his little slumps mm-hmm. where he gets into i think he's also bad that, 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 that's why he's right saying now. he's had a couple quality yeah, hidden moments yeah you know, exactly. he say we need steady. i need more consistency out of him but i i'm loving what i'm seeing from that young kid as well as alec bohm uh alec bohm is a guy that uh remember is a big headline that we start booing him because he had like two at uh, two or three errors in one game mm-hmm. and then since then he's been he's been lights out so uh, God love that from a kid in Philly. So, so it's going to be interesting, man. Baseball season is going to be fun moving down the road here. If you guys haven't already done so, check out your teams, man. Follow them. You don't have to follow every team in baseball. It's what I've yeah. come to realize that I'm over here trying to figure out who's who, who's everything. But if I just follow the Yankees, I'm also following the team they're playing. What I mean by that, if, yeah. I, if I just follow and stick to the Yankees, yeah. I'm also following the team they're playing. So then I'm also going to know their players. There's so, so I may many not, games exactly. in the MLB that you exactly. really don't have to be a fandom of everyone you can you can you just can, follow what's there. Yeah, tune into mm-hmm. your team, and you're going to find out about the league if you're not already acquiesced to it. Once again, Straight Bet Sports, you already know what it is. We are live here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Jose V, EMB, Quan 5-9 behind the big board doing what he does for us every single night. Got the homie Rashad in the building. He just showed up. He's a little late. Actually, no, he was already here. I forgot he was coming, and I saw the message, so I had to run out. But, Ian, I appreciate you continuing, man, and going on with the, with the baseball talk there. But... 
I want to get into some talk talk. And what I mean by that, I want to get into some conversational talk that has just been jumping out there. And my guy, Absolute Pigs, jumps in and says, Jose, my guy, keep killing it. Awesome show, bro. Greatly appreciate you chiming in on Twitter there. But look, NBA. <laughs> so so I, I want to hear from both of you. I hope you're okay with that, Quan, because I know you got some stuff to say about this guy too. But I want to hear from both of you on this situation, the whole Patrick Beverly situation, right? Okay. I mean, this guy always finds a way to put his foot in his mouth and basically say things that he shouldn't say or, or just do things that he shouldn't do if we're being honest, right? So obviously, if, if you guys, if, exactly, who? If you guys who? haven't already done so, go look up the video, right? Yeah. He was on ESPN Get Up the other morning with us, um, uh, Mike Greeny yeah. and um, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. And they basically start talking about CP3, which honestly, I, I, I respect CP3. I think CP3 is yeah. top he, 10, you know, obviously. Absolutely. Easily. He's, he's, I mean, he's the point guy. Correct. Right. Now, wh wh whether whether you you, you want to call this guy a cone, as Patrick Beverly said or not, I don't have the numbers here in front of me, but I saw a video earlier and, and I was going through stuff and I was yeah. reading different things and seeing all that. I believe it was Kyle Kuzma and Bodan Bogdanovich <laughs> rank higher defensively as a defender than Patrick, Patrick Beverly do. And then obviously Chris Paul's way above higher than him. Yeah. So for him to say that he's a cone, maybe he was in that series. Yeah. Maybe he was easy to get around. Maybe Jason Kidd figured out, hey, Chris Paul isn't to the level of the players that I have. We can play around him, right? It was just good coaching. I, I wouldn't say that Chris Paul's a cone, that Chris Paul is not elite. Like everything that Pat Beverly came out, to me, it's just a guy that's just trying to get a spotlight. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, and it's just... It, it's crazy to me that he would come out and try to disrespect someone like that when you're not even in the playoffs yeah. either and you haven't even won anything. Yeah. And, and if we're going based off of stats, yes, CP3's been in the league a lot longer. If we're being honest, he probably would have won a championship right now if it wasn't for for Dave, Donald Star, or was it Dave, um, the old the old commissioner yeah. Stern for for him, oh, yeah. vo you know, voiding the trade, about the Lakers, you know, sc yeah, screwing the Lakers, the Lakers and, yeah. and him not being able to go there. Obviously, yes, longevity, he's had it. That's why his stats are a lot higher. But if we're looking at Pat Beverly, Pat Beverly's only had one good season his whole career. That was when he got when he was with the Clippers and he got the contract and he got paid. That was exactly. it. Aside from that, Patrick Beverly is what Matt Barnes said. <laughs> we're role players that yeah. no one's ever going to talk about. No. CP3 is a guy that's always going to be in the conversation when you're talking about basketball regardless. So... Pat Beverly is a complete idiot for what he's saying. And the guy's bored. Yeah. Like, I, and then again, Quan said it best earlier. For ESPN to allow someone like him to come on there and just say that, it's clickbait. Exactly. It, it reminds me a lot about when, uh, when uh, go, going a little bit into football, but not much, when Orlando Skandrick was brought on and then he was just talking crap about like all his prior teams. Like, it reminds me a lot about that. And uh, just Patrick Beverly, he's a role player. He's a liability a lot of his career. And then, like, CP3, <laughs> CP3 is still probably the best facilitator in the league right now. Uh, maybe you could argue that Harden's right there with him, but CP3 is easily probably the best facilitator. Yeah. And unfortunately, he's gotten a bad rap, right? Especially in the playoffs. He gets injured at the most 
unopportune times. And it always seems when it's like his team is ready to make that step, ready to win those finals. And now he has a hamstring injury. Now he has a quad injury. Now his ankle is busted. Yeah, like it's just the long, like the seasons are so long in the NBA that people don't really realize how tough it is on these guys' bodies. And I think that unfortunately CP3 has just never been able to be fully healthy throughout entire season and playoffs. Like he's made it through the season, but the playoffs are usually what gets it. And then another thing that really it, it caught me off guard and it and it's to me it's 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 stupid for him to say and for him to ask Stephen A give me I mean give him the Ben Simmons slander. Like bro, really? You're fishing now. Yeah. Like for you to ask someone to go at someone when that person knows that you're completely wrong and what the hell you're saying, you're reaching. You're yeah. reaching, bro. Like when he said that comment, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, what are we talking about? First of all, what does Ben Simmons have anything to do with the Suns? Exactly. The nothing. Only, the nothing. only tie that they have is their, that Devin Booker fell apart when he was dating Kendall Jenner and Ben Simmons also <laughs> and, fell and, apart and when we, he was dating Kendall Jenner. And can That's we, the please. only similarity that they have. Can we please stop comparing and saying that Devin Booker is baby Kobe? Can we just stop that already? No, he, like he's not. But. He's not. He's his own player. And again, it goes back to what he's I say a solid all the time. Player. I love Correct. Devin Booker. I, I'm tired of but. we gotta stop with comparing people. Everyone's yeah. their own player. Just like we were talking about earlier about scheduling and you yeah. know, strength of schedule, this, that, which we're gonna talk about later. But sticking to the NBA and basically what happened, obviously we know Luca and the Mavs move on. You know what I mean? I think it was a great coaching job by Jason Kidd. I saw a lot of tape, a lot of videos of how wild he was on the court, how he was yelling to his team, how they were playing defensively. He figured out how to play defense against a great Suns offense and shut them down completely. Look what he did to Chris Paul. Chris Paul did not show up from games three to seven. Completely gone. Disappeared. Was not the same guy as he was throughout the whole season whatsoever or in the playoffs. And right? first of all, can but, we just talk about how much of a force Luka has been? Like, I mean, he's easily probably the best player under 25 lately. Like, he is going absolutely nuts in these playoffs. And I, I honestly don't know if it's going to stop because he is playing, like, he's in his bag. He's just playing very efficient uh, basketball, and it, it's showing like his whole team is kind of benefiting from the fact that he is the best player in both series that he's played right now. He's been like the best player on the court. So the Mavericks obviously take out the number one seed in the Phoenix Suns, right? Crazy stuff there, obviously. But some people weren't surprised if, if, yeah. if you thought it could be done. It could be done. I believe in Luca. I like Luca. Was I shocked? Obviously, I thought Phoenix was probably going to take it all this year and go all the way. But then they come around and basically lay again, lay an egg tonight against Golden State. Little stat here from ESPN Stats and Info. The Mavericks are the sixth team in NBA history with three 20-point wins and three 20-point losses in a single season. None of the previous five teams won a title. 1982 76ers, 1996 Supersonics, and the 2010 Celtics, 2016 Warriors, and 2017 San Antonio Spurs. So that's interesting there. Not only that, Luka, it was not his night tonight. He scored 20 points on 6 of 18 shooting. Had a lot of turnovers, bro. That, that's what hurt him big. Yeah. Hurt him very, very big. But you know what? I, I think, think they're going to be all right. Yep. I, th- I think this is going to be a great series. I really do. I don't think it's over yet. I, I think this is just a game where 
Jason Kidd's going to go back, watch the tape and go, okay, how can I translate what I did against Phoenix? What was, what did I do good where I could turn it around and turn that series around for us to win that I can do that here after game one. Grant, I'm not saying game one, he's going to have enough tape to say we can win the whole series, yeah. but what is he going to take from game one moving forward that he thinks can work in this series, right? So I'm interested to see how that goes. Boston last night, obviously, yeah, Miami, Boston. Who do you like in that series? I think Celtics end up taking it. Um, I think that Miami is a good team. I love Butler. I just don't know if he can do that through the entirety of the entire series, and it's going to be needed to beat them consistently. Um, something that's very interesting to me, I was thinking about it the other day, a couple weeks back, maybe a little bit longer than a couple weeks, we had Spin Doctor on here and yep. he was talking about EFG, right? Yep. Efficiency rating. And that, you know, no team in the last five years has, that wasn't in the top five of offensive efficiency made it to the finals. Absolute right? says Warriors in six, by the way. Continue. Warriors, <laughs> Miami, and, uh, and the Celtics were all on those top on that top list of top five efficiency range of uh, offense. And I actually, if I remember correctly, even the Mavericks were uh, one of his sleeper teams that were in there. So I'm going to go through some comments here. We got Chris Wynn says CP3 is just flat out overrated, guys. Look, he's a top 10 point guard of all time. But those who say he's top five are smoking some serious crack. Dang, call me a crackhead then because I think he's top five for sure. <laughs> Mo from Girl Chat Sports chimes in and says, salute to Straight Bet Sports. We missed you at the at the game last night, Mo. Hopefully we see you on Thursday night. Gorilla Cross says, Chris Wynn, he's definitely top five. I agree, obviously. And then Chris says, absolutely not. Just going back and forth. And then someone on Restream, Magic, Isaiah, Stockton, CP3. Okay, I'm okay with that. I, I got nothing against that. Primo Eddie chimes in. Warriors in five. Let's see what else we got. All right. Oh, okay, here. Top seven. Mm -hmm. Magic, Oscar, Isaiah, Steph. Steph's a shooting Kidd, guard. Chris wins. Stockton, Stop it. and Nash. All better than Chris Paul. Steph is a shooting guard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Doesn't plays. matter what, what it says next to his name. Exactly. That's a shooting guard. He's a shooting guard that plays. And Nash is guard. not better than Chris Paul. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Steve Nash his is not better than Chris Paul. got him two MVPs that should have went to Kobe. Thank you for saying it, Quan. I appreciate you for doing that. But, man, it, 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 it's going to be interesting. I'll be honest with you. When it comes to that, I, I see Miami. I think Miami's the best team in that series. Yeah. I like the way that they're being coached. I like Boston. Don't get me wrong. I got nothing to against Boston. I like the way that they've been playing in this whole playoffs. Jason um, um, Jason Tatum, obviously we know what he's been doing going off carrying that team. But the coaching overall though, bro, I think I think Miami, I, I don't. I think Eric Spolstra doesn't get enough credit. Not only that, I've been reading a lot of stuff on Jimmy Butler away from basketball, his mental, how oh. he feels that he was done wrong in other places, how he wants to prove that that's not the narrative, that he is a team guy. Yeah. Bro, I honestly feel that Miami is going back to the finals, bro. I do. I'm not going to say they're going to win it because I'm not going to throw out there and say who I think is going to be the finals winner. But I honestly believe that it's going to be Miami on the eastern side of it. When it comes to the west, I think it's a coin flip still. Even though the Warriors look great today, they were up by 30, I think, at one point. I still believe that the Dallas Mavericks are going to make this a series. I do not think that it's over. I don't think that one game can automatically yeah. make a series. I know I'm saying I think Miami, but it's not because of game one. I just think Miami is the overall better team in that series, if I'm being I, honest. I think the Celtics led up in game one. I think they overlooked it. They were up quite a bit. So I, I think I think the Celtics come back. Uh, they've been one of those teams where if they have like a bad shooting night, they come back and like they're on it. You know, they're just... Uh, firing on all cylinders. So 
I don't think that this is the end for Celtics. I, I think the Celtics end up taking that series in seven, to be honest. I, I think it's going to go back and forth. I agree with you there. But I, I think the Celtics overall are the better team. So uh, Chris chimes in again. He says, Curry is a designated point guard. That's not my own personal choice <laughs> to call him a point guard. <laughs> but he didn't... It's designated. That doesn't mean yeah. that he's a point guard, Chris. We know that. But look, we've come to the midway point of the show, man. We still got a lot more to talk about. We are not done. But obviously, we have another sponsor. And look, we're looking for sponsors. And I'm, I'm going to throw this out there right now. And this video is going to get sent to this person, to these individuals. Manscaped, what's going on? I hit you guys up. You guys responded to me. I already sent you something back. Let's make it happen, baby. Let's talk sponsorship. We got a lot going on here, and we're not done. So hit us up. And not if anyone else is looking to sponsor the show, I already said, outlook.com. If not, hit us up on any DM. You could even hit up D Ian. He'll respond to you, give you details. We would love to work with you, and we hope you want to work with us soon. But we have one more sponsor. He is my guy, Eric Navarro, obviously keeping us clean, keeping me and my family clean all the time when it comes to our haircuts. He is none other than... Eric Navarro of Line Em Up by Eric, 702-884-8138. Make sure you hit him up on IG at Line Em Up by Eric. And, of course, the easiest way to get at him now, like he says, download the Booksy app, book your appointment. Very easy, very simple. Shows you pricing, everything that you got to know about it, anything you need, you can choose. It's easy, simple, done. When you get to the shop, he already knows what you're getting done. Let's get it. Eric Navarro from Line Em Up by Eric, 702-884-8138. We greatly appreciate you, my guy. And just to let you guys know, all right, we're just going to throw this out there real quick, okay? And I'm not trying to get sad or somber or anything like that, okay? But if the sponsorship thing doesn't happen, we're going to move away from the studio for a bit. So what I want to do say is, first of all, I want to give props to Quan for everything that he has done for us in these two years that I've been here. Quan, you opened up your doors to me two years ago, man. And, and this was, you even opened up your doors before you even came to this studio when you were still back at your old one and I was still trying to get it all together. You've helped me out with a lot more than just my show. You've helped me grow as an individual when it comes to this whole media thing. So I greatly, greatly appreciate you. We've had personal conversations as well away from just this sports stuff. And I greatly appreciate you for that. You're a man of faith and you're a man of God. And you've helped me think about that a lot more than, than I did in the past. So I greatly appreciate you. I've done some shows with you um, that were fun, exciting. I've met a lot of people because of you, my guy. So I greatly appreciate you. And I will never forget that. And this isn't goodbye. Because once we do lock someone down and get a sponsor again, we're coming back. Gorilla Cross Radio is our home, and it will continue to be our home. But what I what I wanted to say that is because Eric spoke to him today. He's gonna let us do a few shows if we need be until the time is when we when we lock down another sponsor at the barbershop. So we're gonna switch it up a little bit, do do some different things here and there. But our main goal is to come back and stay here at Gorilla Cross Radio. I've had a lot of people hit me up on Twitter, on the DMs, on the email. Jose, what can I do? Let me know. I'm going to talk to my boss. I'll talk to my marketing people. Can't promise anything. But people are seeing us. People are respecting us and understanding that what we're doing is legit. People know that the content that we're putting out there is good. It's not just two guys sitting here yapping away, yeah. not knowing what the hell they're talking about. We bring good guests. I, I'm, I'm not trying to sound cocky or confident, but I'm pretty confident about the fact that I can say we brought a lot of good guests into this studio Absolutely. and on our show as well. Some thanks to Quan, some just thanks to hard work from us, you know, busting our butts to get them. But... I've had a lot of fun here, man, and, and I don't want to go anywhere else. So if you guys are watching this and you're listening to this, anyone that's looking to help us out, we appreciate you, man. We will be back. It's not over. We got one more show next week. We're hoping to bring it out with a bang. It should be a fun one. But Ian, yes, we were sir. talking about NFL earlier. 
before we got here. Mm -hmm. And you and I were talking about how there's strength of schedule, right? Yep. And how I don't like that narrative. I don't like that conversation piece going back and forth, basically, where we look at a team and we go, oh, well, this team's strength of schedule is this, this, and this. So they're going to be, you know, ranked already the highest, best team to come out of this division and win. Yep. Or, or they're going to probably have more struggles or whatever it be. We can't keep basing teams yeah. based off of what the previous season teams that they're going to play this season did. I'm okay with it mid-season. Let's see who they played. Let's look at those records. Then we can start talking strength of schedules. Absolutely. Do you agree with me that talking about strength of schedules before the season even starts is just asinine? So Sorry, I, I know I, I probably can't say that <laughs> word, Quan. So I, I, I somewhat agree with you. I don't think that you should look based uh, solely on what they did last season. But I do think there is such thing as strength of roster and strength of off-season additions, mm -hmm. right? So I think you can look at a roster, see what they did last year. If they kept the same coaching staff, if they kept the same offensive and defensive coordinators, then there is reasonable expectations you can place on a team saying they got better here, they got worse here, right? Yep. So I, I think if you look at roster, strength of roster, then it gives you a more accurate projection. Um, I think if you're just basing off like, oh, Detroit was terrible last year, they're going to be terrible again this year. I think that's that's stupid because you're just basing it off of something they uh, did the year before. I mean, going back, again, sound like a homer, but 2017, 2016, the Eagles won four or five games. Four games? Four games. Next year, they win the Super Bowl. So, like, you can't go based off of what their record was last year. You have to go based off of what offseason auditions they did, what the teams in their divisions did, right? And who they retained. Yeah. Because it, it's important. Like, if you look at the AFC West, you can look around that division and every single team in that division got absolutely better. So it could stay the same. Yeah. It could flip. Miami could, you know, like uh, back, uh, you know, AFC East. Miami might yeah, be the I, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm excited because, like, the AFC oh, East, man. Miami could be the best team. Buffalo could be the best team. Who knows? Your Jets might make a run. <laughs> we'll see. But look, so I, 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 we're talking about schedules. So I, yeah. I, I got to give, I, I don't know if I showed you this, but, you know, it's funny. Um, I got to give credit to uh, uh, Mel from Girl Chat Sports. She posted this. So this is the official. 2022 schedule going based off of weeks okay I, i'm sorry i have this is too funny not to share week one russell wilson throws five touchdowns on jamal adams <laughs> <laughs> week two juju and jackson tiktok collab during home opener week three drew lock throws four interceptions seahawks trade for baker <laughs> week four <laughs> cowboys beat a bad team fans get delusional i think that's every week yeah Week five, DK Metcalf's father post Baker Mayfield low light reel. <laughs> Week six, Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt during coin toss. <laughs> oh my God! Week oh. seven, Tariq Hill demands a trade. Oh, that's interesting. Week eight, Derrick Henry that. rushes for 250 yards, three touchdowns versus Texans. Raiders. Week nine, Raiders player gets arrested for DUI. <laughs> oh my God. We're you almost, we're almost done, guys. You guys send me Week this. 10. I'll post this for people that didn't see it. Week 10. Ravens sign Antonio Browns. I can see that. Week 11. Nick Bosa gets arrested in Mexico for a hate crime. Oh, my God. That's bad. If you know Bosa, then you understand yeah, why. Week 12. Lions and Cowboys lose on Thanksgiving. 
I think that they, that's, that's very the, possible. That's their only primetime game, by the way. <laughs> It's Thanksgiving. Week 13, Antonio Brown calls Lamar a running back and throws a Gatorade cooler at Greg Roman. <laughs> Week 14, George Pickens shoots Marcus Peters. Oh, my God. Week 15, Calvin Ridley hits on minus 200 favorite odds. Falcons finish last in NFC South. <laughs> this is getting kind of dark, man. <laughs> Week 16, Kyler is mistaken for an elf on Christmas. <laughs> Tyler Murray. <laughs> Week yeah. 17, Cowboys barely make playoffs with easiest schedule. And we're talking about strength of schedule. And you're going to love this one. Week 18, Carson Wentz chokes away Washington's playoffs <laughs> hopes with Trayvon Diggs. While Trayvon Diggs sets NFL record for yards allowed in a season. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Week 14, Lions sign Colin Kaepernick. That's what Chris Wynn says. Oh, my God. Mo, yeah, that one wasn't funny about my Raiders trying to jinx us again. <laughs> Buffalo is definitely the best team in the AFC East, Ian. Definitely? That see, that, that's my question there. I don't know about De- definitely. Definitely. Tariq Hill changes everything in Miami, if we're being honest. So Miami, there's a couple of teams that basically their front office constructed the team. It's all on the quarterbacks, right? And Miami is one of them. It, it's going to fall down to uh, Tua. I agree. Josh Allen, much better quarterback than Tua. However, they have a lot of weapons. And they have also have a pretty nice defense. So I think that Miami should be at least considered in the top two. If not, maybe the top one. We'll, we'll so see it, what Tua does with Tyreek Hill. But I do think Tyreek Hill adds a dynamic that they didn't have. And that I want I want to say definitely. I, I think Bills should be the favorite still. But I want to say definitely. So one thing I'll tell you, call me crazy. Because I know people are going to say, well, it's Bill Belichick, right? I think that the Patriots are going to take a step back. I think, I, 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 I think the fact that you took away... Mac Jones is offensive coordinator, which was a great guy for him to have, right? Yeah. And he's no longer there. I think it's going to change everything because what is the next guy going to bring in? You know what I mean? How's that offense going to be? Like, I I, I, I like the Patriots last yeah. year. Before the season started, I, I thought they, I said they're going to win the division. They were up there. They, they were in the division for a while. They surprised a lot of people. I honestly feel they're going to take a step back. I do. I, I, I still think with the, the participation trophy quarterback, the Buffalo Bills are still the best yeah. team in that division. I think Miami's going to make a big leap if Tua stays healthy. Even though, like you and I said, and we've agreed on it, Tariq Hill's taking a bit of a step back. He's lost a bit of a step. He's still a dynamic player. We're not taking that away from him. But you're putting him with a guy like Tua, that can be scary. How's the offensive line going to be, though? How are the weapons on the outside going to be? What's going to happen on defense? So everything still has to come full circle. And not only that, you have a first-year coach which I love their first-year coach, don't get me wrong, but you still have a first-year coach. You have a rookie coach in Miami now, right? So it's going to be interesting there, and obviously you, you notice I haven't yeah. even mentioned the bottom of the barrel, the New York Jets. I don't think the Jets are going to do much this season. No, I do I see them winning more games in next yeah. season? I can, if, if they use what they got in the draft correctly. But yeah. when it comes to the AFC, it's still so, Buffalo or bust. So how about this? Uh, real quick, go through uh, each division, who we think is just who we think is going to win that division. Um, before we do that, because I don't want to run out of time on this one. We had a f- crazy final. We're talking about the hockey game before yeah. we started. 9-6 final. Calgary beats Edmonton in game one. If you had the over, you covered. If you had Calgary on the puck line, you covered. 
So I, I wanted to say something about ESPN and hockey and, and just in general when it comes to, 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 to ESPN. And some people think that we're living in a simulation right now. What I mean by that, you've been following ESPN. Before Pittsburgh played their final game, I believe it was, and before the Canes played their, their game to advance, right? ESPN pulled up a graphic when they're talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins in the Rangers game. Below it, it says, Canes win series 4-3. They hadn't even played the game yet. They end up winning the series. If you're a betting person and you know, because we've talked about it on Twitter all week, the betting on the Canes went through the roof that oh, day. Oh, I bet. Through the roof, they win. Okay, that's one. On Sunday, May 15th, I get a message at 9.08 p.m., right? I'm sorry, 9.04 p.m. Calgary Flames, Stars tied. I was watching this game because I had money on it. Calgary and Dallas, even 2-2. Huge game seven with seven minutes and three seconds to go in the period. Literally four minutes after that, four normal minutes, not four NHL-timed yeah. minutes, four normal minutes, I get another notification on my phone from ESPN. Overtime in NHL playoffs, regulation isn't enough. Stars and Flames headed into overtime, 2-2. There was still five minutes left in the third period when that happened. Yeah, I, Same I, think, thing. I, saw, I think I saw that screenshot. Same thing. Yeah. The live wagering went through the roof. It got to the point where they closed it. They didn't allow it. They didn't allow it in. They literally closed it. I was on two books. William Hill and Boyd Gaming locked the bet. It, it literally, the eye kept changing, 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 and they just said the hell with it. We locked it. They were getting so much money on the fact that this game would go into OT. Yeah. People didn't care how high the number yeah. was. They were betting the hell out of it. So what the hell is going on at ESPN? You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, and, and, yeah, and now it goes back to your question earlier. Uh, when we're just, talking about baseball. Just thinking and, and about, yeah. Is it fixed? What you got, Quan? No, I got that. I, I got that notification too, and I didn't know about all that stuff you just talked about because I got it, and I'm sitting there watching games because my mom loves hockey, so I'm watching games with her, and I got that notification. Uh -huh. And sometimes when you're streaming games, like yeah. the 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 feed will be get delayed stuck or whatever, and it's yeah. delayed. So I'm like. That's Yo, how's this thinking. game five minutes delayed? <laughs> yeah. Like, because it was like five minutes and twenty three seconds, something, something, something like that. crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, left in the game when I got that notification, but I cleared it. And I'm like, wait, that just. And so my mom had said something. I'm like, no, I think I just read it wrong. Like it, it might have said yeah. they they look like they could be headed oh, something yeah. like that. Um, the thing is, these these shows because they want to get the graphics up so quick, they make a million like you they know they, have, they have five different graphics yeah. that they have to put out right away or five different tweets or or you know notifications that they're gonna put out. I, I I do that with some of my shows and some of my graphics. Like I have the things ready. Makes sense. <clears throat> I have one right here on on yours that I just hit the button and it tweets out. If I accidentally hit it on the wrong show, you know, different things like that. So you you already have those set. Because you need to get that that out yeah. there first. Yeah. But the fact that they those things right. went out and they happened exactly <laughs> like that, that is it, yeah. it, I think it's a coincidence, obviously. But you know, doing graphics and, and, and doing this stuff like behind you can see how it board, can happen. You're you're creating all this stuff because if it happens, you want to put that up right away because everybody has to be first. Yeah. So sometimes you're first too quick. You know why I, I agree with Juan 100. percent And the reason I say this is because going, when I go to games, like last night when I was yeah. at the game. I'm already tweeting stuff 
as thinking it's going to happen before it even happens. And I'll have drafts already saved. Yeah. So then like that, I just go back into the tweet. Boom, boom, boom. I'm done. I had it. I was ready. I want to get it out before anyone. So I, I totally understand what Quan means by that. Absolutely. But but it's crazy. Primo Eddie says ESPN is the new, <laughs> new Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but I mean, think about it. When somebody wins a championship, a Western Conference championship, and it's a game seven, they already have the hats and shirts right yeah. at Correct. zero, right? That's true, yeah. Because they have two sets of shirts, yeah. two sets of hats. Whoever wins, okay, we got to break these ones out. We got to break these ones out. You know what I'm saying? And so they do the same thing with graphics because yeah. you need to be able to that goes just go back ahead and get on it um I think it was the athletic or no, it was actually NBA.com when MB when it said Kia MVP winner uh MB's, mm. you know, uh. scores a certain amount and everyone went ballistic saying, Oh, that means MB's gonna get it, right? And then they changed it to finalist. And then they like changed it to something completely different because it so. takes time to create graphics. Yeah. You know that. That's why I need the the yeah. who's going to be on the show. Yep. Do you have any, any any graphics we need twenty four hours ahead of time? Because yeah. we need to. I need to come here in the morning. I produce four shows before you, so I got to be able to come in, get all the graphics done yep. for all the shows for the day to be able to post that up. You know what I'm saying? And, and so you don't just. Snap it and the graphic comes up. You know what I'm saying? There's graphic departments. There's all that stuff going on. It, it definitely doesn't help against the narrative of the whole conspiracy Correct. that sports and, aren't and, real. And that's what I'm saying. I, I have a coworker that constantly is like, "Sport, <laughs> you still believe sports are real? You still unsolved mysteries? Sports are real." But see, so. that's why, and it's and it's good that Quan says that because he's someone that does it and has yeah. been doing it forever. So he knows all that stuff is preset. You got to have it ready. And like I said, it's crazy, but it's funny how it worked out. Let's just say that I, I don't think it's a conspiracy. It is what it is. You know what I mean? It's just funny that it happened that way and it ended up going into overtime. But back to the football conversation right. that we that we were having. We have about a little over 10 minutes here real okay. quick. I'll let you get back to your points. All right. So, AFC East. Who's winning that division, Jose? Okay. So you got Bills, Miami, Jets, uh Oh and- no, 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 no. We already talked. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking I'm I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the West. I'm sorry. Okay. AFC East, I yeah. think Buffalo wins the division. Okay. They're rapid but, fire, but, Buffalo wins the division. Okay. So I'll, I'll just give you time. I'll give you okay. my four quick. Buffalo, Miami, New England, <laughs> Jets. Okay. All right. So um West. With- you didn't give me yours. Oh, I I think Buffalo's gonna win that division. I agree with you. Um, I think Miami is going to be the next, and um, I think you gotta the, be faster than I that. Come the, on, we're gonna uh, run through. I think Patriots it. and then Jets. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I, I think it falls exactly how you said. I think okay. Patriots take a step back. AFC West. All right. So I th- am thinking Chargers actually. Uh, Chargers, Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders. Okay, can't give you all the statistics, but you and I talked about it. I think Kansas City did a lot in the offseason that's not being yeah. talked about. I think Kansas City ends up winning that division. Okay. I think it's gonna be a tight race between San Diego. Excuse me. L.A. and Las Vegas, and then I think Denver ends up fourth in the division. I don't think that really? Russell, Wiss, uh, Russell okay. Wilson being there is right. as big as they're saying. Call me crazy. I'm just throwing that there. Go right. ahead. Uh, south. Oh. That's um, Texans, Texas, Jaguars, Jaguars, Colts, Jaguars Titans. Colts, Titans. Okay. Depending on what happens with the whole Deshaun Watson situation, yeah. I'll give you two scenarios. Deshaun wins. I think uh, Deshaun plays. Brown, Brown, Brown's not in that division. The what? I didn't say Browns. But Deshaun Watson's in Oh, oh, wait, you're yeah. right. I'm sorry. He yeah, switched to the not, Browns. He's not on Texas. Um, so we got Matt Ryan in Indy. Yeah. Matt Ryan in Indy, Tenhill in uh, and It's only uh, tight. There's only one answer for that. Yeah. yeah that, it, it really is. Uh, it, it's going to be cold. Okay, so we'll say, I'll, I'll say Tennessee, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, Houston. Really? Tennessee over the Colts, even without, like, all the 
losses they've had in the offseason. Yep. Okay. Uh, Colts, uh, Titans still going to be the second one in that division. Like, Texans are a mess. Uh, and then it's going to be Jaguars and then Texans. Like, Jaguars going to take a step. Texas is still going to be the worst one in All right. that division. Um, and then you have North. Steelers, right? Yeah. Steelers, Steelers Bengals, Ravens, Ravens Bengals. Browns. Uh, I think the Bengals win the division this year. I, I, th- I, th- I think they get even better than what they were last year. I honestly do. So I think Bengals, Ravens, there's, there's no counting out the Ravens. The whole Deshaun Watson situation, obviously, depending on that. Um, bottom two are going to be tough. I agree with that. I, I think I think the Steelers end up at the bottom. Their quarterback situation yeah. does not convince me whatsoever at all. So I, I'm going to say, if I have to give you a complete, just straight out, give me Cincinnati, Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. I agree, wholeheartedly. And, and, and again, guys, this is all way early, yeah. prematurely. So, I mean, before we have the NFL months. season, we we'll got get four more months actual before picks. NFL starts. But so. go ahead. Yeah, it, it's very early. Um, all right, so <clears> moving <throat> on to the NFC, um, you got the uh, let's start with the North. You got, um, oh man, <laughs> is that Minnesota? Yeah, man, Minnesota, Minnesota Green, Bay, Green Bay, Detroit, Detroit, and Bears. Um, okay, so I think Green Bay is still the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. Call me crazy. I, I know you lost the best receiver in football, but I still think that you have one of the best regular season quarterbacks mm-hmm. of all time. So I think you'll be okay there when it comes mm-hmm. to winning the division for the regular season. So I think Green Bay. Look at Chris is probably going to chime yeah. in already. My lines are going nine and eight. See, I was already waiting. I'm like, oh, Chris is going to chime in. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say Green Bay, Chicago. I think Minnesota third, and the Lions still in the fourth. Wow. Okay. So this is where it super differs for us. So I got Vikings number one. I think that uh, they were minus one. That was their point differential. So okay. uh, all very close games. I think they got better. Um, so I, I got Vikings number one, uh, Green Bay number two. I still think that they're right there with them. Um, I think the Lions are going to make a step, but it's not going to be enough. They'll be number uh, barely number three, and then Bears are going to be the last in the division. They just don't have anyone. So um, that's how I see that one. Um, let's go uh, South Saints, uh, Bucks, uh, Falcons, and Panthers. I think Tampa Bay still. I mean, they're, the, yeah. they're there's. I mean, you got Tom Brady. And then with everything else happening behind them, there's a lot of people that are high on Jameis Winston. I don't care, man. I'm still not high on, on yeah. Crab Lake Jameis whatsoever. But we have Tampa, New Orleans, Carolina. Yeah. Who am I missing here? Atlanta. Yeah. Jesus. So <laughs> yeah, obviously, I'm, that's I'm, a tough division call. Definitely. I'll say Tampa, New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And I think that Carolina and the Saints are going to be actually very, very close. Like, okay. it could flip easy. I, I think Tampa, though. You is, believe in Eric, is it Eric, Eric Allen, right? Is that the coach? Uh, sorry. What was the it? new head coach, Eric Allen. Is that his name? For, oh. The, the um, Saints. Yeah. Dennis so, Allen. Dennis um, Allen. We'll see. Uh, it, it's, it was Sean Payne's assistant, so, like, it's possible that he learned a lot from Sean Payne, but we'll see. I, I I think it more rests on Winston. I'm not sold on Winston. I not think that much. you get as many interceptions as touchdowns, so he okay. can easily give win you the game, but he could also lose you the game. So that, that's how I feel about Winston. And we'll see Sean Payton in Dallas next year, but yeah. that's another conversation. All um, right. <laughs> go ahead, next one. All right, so let's go on East, MC East. Um, I'll go first. <laughs> uh, of course, it, you're going to go, wow, I wonder why you yeah, want to go first no, for the so, AFC. Uh, for the uh, NFC. Right, so yeah, I think Eagles take it. I'm not being a homer. We have the best roster on paper. 
Um, again, paper champs. Woohoo. But uh, Eagles, I think Cowboys. Um, actually, I think that it's possible. I, I'm going to flip that. I think it's going to be Eagles, Washington, uh, Cowboys, and then Giants. Wow. Yep. So I'm going to say Cowboys, Washington, Eagles, Giants. Okay. Right. I'm not going to give you an explanation because we can talk about that yeah, later. That, but that, that'll that. be a good conversation. What you got next? All right. So uh, last division, um, we got, we went through north, south, west. West. Okay. So um, we got the Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, and uh, Niners. Corey, Niners. Niners. Quad trying to remind so, you. Niners. Yeah. So I, I think uh, Rams, again, um, I think 49ers very closely. Uh, I think that it's going to be Seahawks in the last place, and then I think Cardinals are going to take a major step back, but still be better than the Seahawks. I think the Rams got their Super Bowl, and they're good. Call me crazy, and I know someone's going to be happy. They I think got the, better, I, though. I think the Niners win the division. I think the Rams take a step back. I think the Rams come in second. And then give me the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Obviously, the Seahawks, yeah. you know, Russell Wilson's gone. Obviously, I think Pete Carroll's going to be next. I, I just don't think that he wants to be there anymore, if I'm being honest. I think Cardinals are going to really, really struggle for the first six weeks without DeAndre. We'll I, I think only having one guy, and that being Marquise Brown, who hasn't been the healthiest, is going to be troublesome. Chris says, no way, Ian, pick the Eagles to win the <laughs> AFC East. Shocking. Yeah, right? Shocking. But Yes, he did. But see, this is the thing. I didn't. I did not last year. So... I, I when when it comes to my team, I am I am very realistic. So if I uh, if I think we're going to be garbage, I'll tell you. So this guy I don't think Jose. we're going to be garbage this year. I really don't. So Sosa chimes <laughs> in on Facebook. He says, "Got in late." He's like Vikings. Ian tripping. Let's hear this one. <laughs> this guy Jose knows ball. <laughs> Just throwing out stuff out there, man. We ain't not giving them many explanations or anything like that, no. man. But it's fun. We got five minutes left. I want to talk about the Aces game last night, man. I went to the Aces game. Fun stuff to be around right now, man. The Aces have only lost one game this season. If you guys haven't been to the games, they're fun. They're exciting. They're not boring, man. They're, 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 they're a lot better than people think. Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders, and the Aces sitting courtside, always supporting the team, man. They got a hot start. Man. So last night, I was at the game. Got heated on the bench. For the Mercury between Diana Taurasi and Skylar Diggins Smith. I love Skylar Diggins Smith, man. If you've seen her, she's mm. awesome. I just, uh, yeah, Skylar Diggins Smith is awesome. But, anyways, Aces pulled it off 86 74 win. They're now 4 and 1 on the season. They're they've, looking they, real good. They've basically been looking really good. And here's the thing last night was the first time all season that they've lost a first quarter. They've basically been up double digits at least in every first quarter this season if you're a better and you've been looking at that. Last night, I gave out the team total over 89 and a half. I also said the Aces would win and cover minus eight and a half. They didn't get the team total because they kind of fell asleep in that fourth quarter. Yeah. But this team was down as many as 13 or, or 14, I believe, at one point. Crazy. And yet, the resilience of this team to come back and play the way that they did. Yeah. Kelsey Plum with 20 points. Jackie Young with 19. Jackie looked like she just, everything she was shooting was just confidence. The way she was getting the ball, the way she's been moving around, ever since she got paid and got that contract, bro, yeah, lights she's, out. She's been playing a whole lot better. And, and being there in person, which was my first game this season, right? Because I didn't get to go to the first game. It was Mother's Day. You know, I wasn't going to miss Mother's Day with the wife. But seeing the roster that they have now that they've assembled, with all due respect to Bill Lambeard, I love yeah. the guy. He, he was great with the media, great yeah. with me, always respected me and talked to me and gave me the time of day. 
but it's just a different ball game with Becky Hammond. Yeah. Like, you see the way she's coaching these ladies, the way she speaks to them, the way she gives them respect coming on and off the court, but yet still is tough with them. It, 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 it's, it's fun to watch, yeah. Ian. And the best thing about it that I really, really love, Derek Hammy's no longer coming off the bench and it's working. Yeah. It's working. As where before, Bill's motive was, why am I going to keep, why am I going to bring her in if it's working off the bench? Because it might work better if you don't bring her off the bench. And now it's proving that. Now, so, it's so, fun to watch. So we had talked last season, right, that if they didn't make it, was their window closing? How do you feel like by bringing Becky Hammond in, they extended that window? And how much so? Yeah. So. Because I, I feel like you know this what? team has that feel to it. I'll be honest with you. They're going, after what I saw last night. I'm sitting there watching this team play, right? And not once, and I, and I swear to you, not once when they were down early did, did it look panic. like this team was going to lose. Yeah. Not once did you see body language like, ugh. And, and somebody chimed in on Twitter. They're like, man, must be nice having a winning team when I'm a Sparks fan. And I'm like, the Liz Cambage effect. And they're like, yep. And I'm sorry to throw that out there. <laughs> But you're seeing yeah. the difference. Yeah. You see the way they run up and down the court. Respectfully, I'm not talking crap. The proof is in the pudding. You see Asia Wilson's play, her body language, the rest of the team, the way they're playing. Liz Cambage was and is and will continue to be a cancer, and it's being shown. The Sparks are 2-2. Two and two. They're not doing that great with her. They're not doing as good as people how thought. How much do you attribute that to Becky Hammond, and how much do you attribute that to Liz leaving? I think it's a little bit of both. I, I, I think Liz being gone and then you bringing in someone like Becky to solidify what you already had there without Liz, I think it's great because she's finally bringing out the best in everyone. I, was at, I wasn't at the media day, but I was on the Zoom call for the media day, and I was on it when Kelsey Plum was talking. She said it, and, she, and these weren't her exact words, but something like, not to toot my own horn type of thing, but I think I'm going to have the best year of my career. She's out there balling. She's proven it. She scored her first bucket, bro, with one minute left in the first half, second bucket with two minute, 30 seconds left in the first half. Aces come out on an 8-0 run in the first half. She scores five of those eight points, hot, looking great. At one point, the Aces went on a 37-14 run in the second half. That is insane. That, is. that just shows you that they are not phased by anything. No. They got Minnesota coming in on Thursday night. See you when I see you chiming in, my man. I'll see you there. Minnesota's one and four. They're hurting big time without their their their, their ace. I forgot her freaking. We just talked about it earlier. I'm over your space in on the name, but they they haven't been being yet, right? Aces. They're four and one, so they've lost one, one game. But you know what? It's gonna be a fun game, man. We've come to the end of the show already, though. Time flies when you're having fun. Again, I want to give a big shout out to my guy, Nate. You called it, my man. Seattle Storm today with Brianna Stewart coming back in. Great call on your end, man. Money movement flipped it all the way around to Seattle being favored. Good call. We well, might have some more WNBA picks for you guys. Follow me on Twitter. Follow my man, Nate, on Twitter as well. We're going to be throwing out a lot more WNBA. We're doing good, man. It's it's heating up. It's fun. There's a lot of action in the WNBA, like I said. But, Ian, throw out your final thought, and we'll go ahead and get on out of here, my man. Just make sure you follow us. Uh, we appreciate all the support that we've gotten through Twitter, streams, um, call-ins, everything. We wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. So uh, for our new followers, our new viewers, make sure that you uh, sub to us, uh, ENB underscore sports, Jose underscore Volante, uh, Straight Bet Sports, Gorilla Cross Radio. Um, pretty much just make sure you like, tweet, retweet, 
And uh, again, we are looking for sponsors. If you or someone that you know is interested, make sure that you DM me or Jose, and uh, we'll get to you as soon as we possibly can ASAP. And uh, that's all for tonight, man. That's all it is, right? All Final is. thought for me. It's fun. I've always loved coming here, man, chopping it up, having a good time with everybody. But you already know what it is, man. We've been doing this for two years here on Gorilla Cross Radio. For everyone that's been following us, following me before I got here to get to this journey, following my man Ian now as he's growing. Appreciate everyone following him on Twitter, showing him all the love, showing him the respect that he deserves, man. He's come a long way. But I just want to say thank you, man, from the bottom of my heart to each and every one of you. Followers, friends, family, people that comment, whatever it is, man. You guys for the last two years have taken the time out of your evening, whether you're on the East Coast or the West Coast, to give us a listen, to drop your eyes on our video, to drop some comments and some knowledge to us or whatever it may be, and to even give us your phone calls from time to time. And I just want you to know that no matter where our journey leads us, I will never forget that. I will always be appreciative to everyone that's always been a part of the show, whether it's from away or from inside of the studio. So once again, for Jose V, for EMB, We'll see you next week here on Gorilla Cross Radio. This has been another episode of Straight Bet Sports. We are out. Peace. Later.